welcome to another episode of Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Guys, I hope that you are having an awesome day, that you're enjoying life, that everything is working out where you are. This weekend was crazy for me. Now, on the weekends is when I usually do things for my kids. And it's funny because we'll go to the grocery store because they're at this age where they think they should do their own grocery shopping. So we'll go to the grocery store. They're supposed to make a list about things to get to make sure that it's healthy or that it constitutes as a dinner instead of just chips, but they don't normally do that. But this is the time where we go, we go to the grocery store, my kids get to go, get what they want, we meet up at a cash register. Of course, I pay for it, but they just feel so grown up because they get to go shop, get their own stuff, and then join me later where, of course, I do pay for their food. So Sunday, we were going to do our normal mother-daughter grocery shopping trip and we had a surprise because it was raining now i'm not talking about just regular rain where it's like rain 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 it was like a torrential rain where it was just like coming down in buckets and so this was not good because right now at my house we are in the process of getting a new dryer we have a washer our dryer went out so we're in the process of getting a new dryer but until then i have to go to the laundromat to dry my clothes and i usually do this um uh, once a day, thank God I still have my dryer soon, so I will I can stop these trips to the laundromat. But I had to go there Sunday because we had washed all our clothes and they were wet, so I had to take them to the laundromat to dry them. So it was raining, like pouring down rain. It was so bad until I had to literally park as close as I could to the door or the entrance of the laundromat, and then bring a thing out, a bucket or a little cart out, so I could take my stuff inside to dry my clothes but of course they got wet and it was almost like why even bother because by the time I finished bringing out my dry clothes to put back in the car they were wet so then I went home I got my kids because they weren't ready when I left that morning and we went to the grocery store so we went in the grocery store we had to park the car far away because there's a lot of people there which is shocking because we went pretty early in the morning so we went and by the time we came out, it was just so much rain. You know how you buy your food? All my boxes were like drenched to the point where they're like falling apart. Um, all of the food that were in packages was just wet. Rain was just dripping off of them. Just while I was sitting in a car, while I was trying to quickly, as quickly as I could, put all the groceries in the trunk of the car. So it was a mess, needless to say. And by the time I got home, all the boxes were gone. I had to pretty much throw away any boxes that we had, any food in. And just put the food in the fridge because the boxes were so wet, they were they just fell apart. So yeah, it was really bad. The rain is supposed to stop on Wednesday, which is tomorrow because I record on Tuesday. It's supposed to stop tomorrow, so fingers crossed, please stop. And I hope we don't have any rain for the rest of the week. Like, it was really bad. But on the bright side, you know, I got a chance to spend some time with my kids as usual. And... We did something crazy. Like, it's this truck here. They sell boba tea. And my kids love it. It's funny because the flavors they picked before, they didn't really care for. But they keep going back and they keep wanting more. I'm just like, stop it. If it's nasty, if you don't want it, then they'll get it. And they're like, there's so many flavors, Mom. We, we just got to find our flavor. We got to find our flavors. I was like, okay. They went on Sunday to the little um, boba truck. And they found a flavor that they liked. Of course, they did get wet in the process because they had to get out and order at the food truck. But they found a flavor. So, the, you know, if it, that was the one awesome thing that happened on Sunday, they found a flavor to boba tea that they actually enjoyed. So 
so it was pretty packed. We had a whole bunch of things to do. It was fun, but I enjoyed it, rain and all. And it did stop raining later on in the, in the day, like 6 o'clock at night. But, of course, I was drenched. <laughs> and so were they, and so was our food. So that is what our weekend was like. Now, if you would like to contact me on social media, all you have to do is click on the link in the show notes. And I know I talk about it every week, but I really want you to feel comfortable knowing that if there's something you want to ask me or something you want to know, you can always get in contact with me. I'm accessible. Just message me on Facebook or send me a DM on Instagram. However you connect with me, just do that and know that I will definitely get in contact with you and I will answer. If there are some show ideas you want to talk about or want me to put on or questions you want me to answer or make into a podcast episode, I would definitely love to do that. I know you guys have so many awesome ideas, so I am encouraging you today to reach out to me, either through Facebook or Instagram, say, hey, Kiana, I am, I listen to the podcast, just wanted to connect, and I will be more than happy to talk to you. Also, feel free to make any suggestions that you'd like. I would love to hear what you have to say. I would love to hear your suggestions. And most of all, I would definitely love to hear from you. why it is so important to set boundaries in your marriage or in your relationship. Believe it or not, having boundaries in your marriage is a very important thing to have. Why is having boundaries important to your relationship? Well, the term boundary just means that it's something that we can understand. It's like a list of rules that we can understand. For example, we have tons of boundaries that we deal with every single day. Just think about it. The speed limit, when you can and cannot take your medicine, medicine dosages, whether you should stop at the stoplight, maybe going blue on a yellow light might be crossing boundaries, work rules, Ten Commandments from the Bible. You know, these are all simple examples of healthy boundaries in life. So if this is an example of healthy boundaries in life, why would it be ridiculous to have healthy boundaries in your relationship or in your marriage? Now, boundaries in marriage are usually set because of the same reason why we have boundaries to follow in our daily lives. It like acts as a warning or a limit that will protect our marriage or our relationship from actions that could ruin it. For example, let's say one person in the relationship has an idea of what a boundary is to them, but another person in the relationship doesn't have that same idea of what a boundary is. So let's say your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other, let's say that they're, you find them messaging someone on Facebook or Instagram or social media, messaging a guy or a girl inappropriate things, and you confront them about it, and you're like, this is a big no-no, and they're like, well, why? And they're like, you're like, because this is not good, this should not happen outside my marriage, this is not something you should do, and they're like, well, it's not a big deal. That's an example of why boundaries need to be set, because boundaries help you understand where everybody's coming from. Like, you'll find out when you start working on boundaries where how a person views a relationship, what they think is okay to do and not do in a relationship. There are many people who think it's okay to talk sexy to other people on the internet in a while they're in a relationship and don't see anything wrong with it. There are other people who see this as a no-no, which, of course, I think the majority of us see it as a no-no. 
But there are people who think it's okay and it doesn't cross their boundary of what a relationship is. So talking about boundaries, setting healthy boundaries in a relationship kind of gives rules for engagement. Like, okay, this is okay, this is a no-no. So both parties will know what's acceptable and what you both expect out of the relationship or your marriage. And it's good because you get to see how each person thinks about the relationship and where their boundaries are or where they don't have any boundaries. But you get to see this, and then you guys can work together to set boundaries that are going to be beneficial for both of you in this relationship. So that is another reason why it's important to have boundaries. Now, boundaries at first may sound like a negative thing, but believe me, they're not. In fact, setting healthy boundaries are good because they teach us to understand different situations and how to stay safe and how we act and talk. Now, it's important to know what our boundaries are so that, the, so that we don't hurt or compromise our relationship with other people, including our marriage. Being able to establish healthy boundaries in a marriage is going to allow both spouses to feel really comfortable with each other and will eventually help to develop self-esteem or make the marriage better and stronger. Because if you guys know what the boundaries are and you know what acts cross those boundaries, then you can have more faith in knowing that your spouse is not going to cross those boundaries because you've talked about it and you know what they are, rather than you have your own set of boundaries in your head and he or she has their own set of boundaries in their head. Because by not discussing boundaries and not talking and setting boundaries, each person is free to go by the boundaries that they've established for themselves. And can you say they're right or can you say they're wrong? Because you guys never talked about what the boundaries were. So that is why it's important to have boundaries and set healthy boundaries in your relationship. Because it allows a person to reflect on things that they may say and what effects it will have in the relationship. It kind of is like a safeguard to keeping your relationship safe. Now, in order to establish healthy boundaries in a relationship, both of you should have a clear understanding of each other's personality. Now, this is the basis of every boundary that a married couple would create. Because you don't want to set a boundary for a person who is talkative and they're outgoing and they're full of fun and they just talk to everybody that they can only talk to certain people and they can only do certain things. Even though you trust that they're not going to cross the boundaries of your marriage. Because you are making a boundary that's going to be hard for you to keep because of their personality. It's important that boundaries are not used as a means to control your spouse or your partner. Because that's not what it is. It's a way of just acknowledging these are the rules of engagement for our marriage. And then each person can go ahead, be who they are, be their authentic selves, knowing that they have not broken any of the rules or any of the boundaries in the marriage because you've talked about them. And that is another important thing to setting and establishing boundaries in your marriage. Now, I think that when it comes to doing this, the sooner you establish boundaries, the better it is, even when you're dating, and you guys know it's going to be exclusive, you can sit down and talk about what you expect in a relationship. How do you expect people to act in a relationship? Because then you guys will know, moving forward, what you can, you know, what boundaries and what's expected of each of you. When I was a kid, I used to hate it. I used to hate, hate, hate it when I would be in school and my teacher would be like, Kiana, stop talking. Okay, yeah. I knew I wasn't supposed to talk, but it was never stated. You know, she never said, don't talk in class. And sometimes it wasn't even appropriate to talk in class. So she never told me when to talk in class, when not to talk in class. You know, I just thought I could talk when I felt like it. 
So that boundary was not established that, Yana, when you come to class, be quiet unless the teacher asks you a question or unless you're engaging in group work. That was not established. So you can imagine my frustration and my total surprise when I'm trying to whisper to my friend and my teacher's like, you can't do that. So this is why boundaries are important. You know from the very beginning what is expected of you, what you want the relationship to be, how you guys are going to proceed in the relationship, and just know what things make the other person uncomfortable so that each one of you can stay away from doing those things and have healthy boundaries. Now, one of, here is just a list of some of the boundaries that you can have. Uh, one boundary you could establish is that each person is responsible for their own happiness. Now, even in a marriage, you cannot expect your spouse or significant other to make you happy. That can't happen. So that's unfair. You're putting too much pressure on them. They should be able to pursue their dreams and their goals with your support. And vice versa. You should be able to pursue your dreams and goals with their support. You guys should both be responsible for making your own happiness. So if yoga makes you happy, go do that. If talking on the phone makes you happy or hanging out with friends or any exercise, bodybuilding, whatever makes you happy, go do that. And you can do this because it would allow you to grow and know that you can be happy on your own and you'd be better with your spouse because you're not always waiting on them to make you happy. So that could be a boundary. A boundary could be like, you're responsible for your own happiness, you know, we can do things together, we could spend time together, but we need to have our own time and we need to be able to experience our lives separately so that we can experience our lives together. Is this making any sense? Okay, good. Another boundary that you can have is one where you can have friends, even if you're married of the opposite sex, which we can talk about some things that are appropriate or are not appropriate. This is good because some people um, may not understand what may or may not be appropriate. So to them, it might be appropriate to tell their friends they love them, while the other person, your spouse, may not think that's appropriate for you to tell your friend of the opposite sex that you love them. So, I mean, there's just a lot of wiggle room and leeway in this. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just your perception of everything. So if you establish boundaries about how you guys are going to do with your friends that are platonic and how you're going to incorporate that and, you know, how you're going to do that, then that is fine. And then you guys can proceed with the boundaries that you have. And this is great because it'll take away any issues you may have with jealousy, jealousy about your spouse or your partner's plans and how you perceive them because you guys have a boundary you set yourself and you know how to move forward. Another boundary you may want to set is about communication and how if someone wants to talk, how you guys will talk and you'll communicate and you'll make time to do this. And I know this is crazy because you're like, well, this should automatically happen, but it doesn't automatically happen. So these are things you need to talk about up front so that as you move on with the relationship, or even if you're married, if you haven't established these things, you may want to go back and revisit some of these boundaries so you guys can have real conversations and real communication. Because the whole goal of setting healthy boundaries is for you guys to feel safe in your relationship space. And you can't feel safe in your space if you don't know what the boundaries are, if you don't know what's crossing the line. Here's an example. So let's say Sue is mad at Tom because he didn't pick her up on time or he didn't do something. And so she gets in the car, she's really upset, and she starts screaming at him and screaming at him because he didn't pick her up on time. That's crossing the boundary. But if they never discussed it, then maybe she thinks that's appropriate for her to act that way because she's angry. But 
Yes, they had talked about this. She would know, okay, I'm upset, I'm frustrated, but I need to find another way to talk to Tom about this without screaming or fussing at him because that's crossing the boundary. So you see how boundaries can help even in little situations because it helps you to be able to know what is expected and what is, is not accepted in that particular relationship. So if you sit down and talk about communication and how you guys are, can communicate and how you're going to spend time with each other, then that also is acceptable. Recently, um, of course, I love reality TV. So I was watching, I was binge watching 90 Day Fiance. And there was a couple, I think it's Panini in Australia, where they're having serious issues. So they were thinking about a divorce, but they went away on this retreat and they sat down and were talking to each other because they went off on a vacation by themselves. And one thing that I found that was so hopeful and promising to them is when they sat down and they talked. They were talking about how they communicated and how the way they communicated is not healthy for each other. And so they came up with a way to communicate and they set a boundary. They were like, okay, when you get angry or upset and you need some time, we're not going to scream, we're not going to fuss. We're going to say, and they had a special word that they would say. We're going to say this word and this will let the other person know, okay, I need to cool off or I need to take some time or I need my space. And that is what they decided. That is a way to set up a communication or set up a boundary when it comes to communication. So if you guys know when you guys are in a heated debate or you don't communicate well, you need time to think, you can have a special word. Like, okay, when we say the special word, that means we take some time to think about it and we'll come back and talk about it at a later date when we're both in a more rational state of mind. That is setting a boundary with communication. So setting boundaries are very helpful in relationships. So setting a boundary when it comes to communication is something else you may want to try to do. Another boundary that I really think is important that you might want to implement if you don't have any of these boundaries set is a need to respect your spouse. So that means no matter how angry you get, no matter how frustrated you get, you guys can have a boundary where you're going to respect their privacy. You are going to set boundaries so that you know where being married stops. And here's the thing. When I say being married stops, it never stops. So let me just say that. Being married never stops. But there can be times when we are married where we just assume that everything our spouse has or does automatically belong to us. We don't ask for it. We don't do anything. We just take whatever, like we're entitled to it. And that's not kind of how it is because we are married and we love each other. And yes, we are supposed to act as a unit, but that does not mean that we can be entitled and think that we have a right to take stuff from our spouse and not give it back or treat them unfairly or give less of ourselves just because we're married. So by setting boundaries, you'll know. So for example, a boundary could be Okay, so I'm going to respect your privacy. I won't go on your phone unless you want to send me something. And I know phones are a hot topic issue, and a lot of people are like, well, I don't understand what the big deal is because you're not doing anything. Why would you care about me looking at your phone? And the point is, they probably aren't doing anything. But the point is, they want their privacy, and they want to have their phone. You know how it is. You go in the bathroom, you shut the door. Why? You want your privacy. That's how it is. So... If you guys agree to look at each other's phones and it's not an issue and that's a boundary you guys are okay with, then that's fine. But if, you, you know, if you are in a situation or a relationship or a marriage where that's a boundary where you both want privacy for your phones, there's nothing wrong with that. There can also be another boundary that you may want to set where you guys only spend a certain amount of money and if you go above maybe $100, you talk it over with your spouse. 
all of these are good boundaries to set. And it, it shows the need to respect your spouse. It shows that you guys are married. You're working together. But even when you're not together, you are still working together. So that is how it is. So another example would be even though you're married, you don't have a right to sleep on your husband or wife's personal belongings because it's just wrong. So you need to set boundaries and make sure that you respect your spouse. Another boundary that would be good to set would be letting your spouse know exactly what you need and by being direct. Now I know when I first got married, I would talk around the bush, you know, beat around the bush. It's like I would make suggestions about what I wanted or what I thought I needed, but I would never actually come out and say it. And this was not good because my husband didn't know what I was talking about. The same with him. It was like there were times I didn't know what he was saying. But you can have boundaries and you can sit down and talk about how you're going to communicate. So you could say something like, okay, so if there's ever a time you want something or you need something from me emotionally or whatever, just tell me directly and I won't get mad and I'll be there. So I'll do that. But talk about these things because it's important that you guys know that these are just some of the things that you can do. And know that you can talk to each other and be safe in your relationship. Now, if you think that you are ready to set boundaries in your relationship and you want to know how to start, here are just some basic tips that can help. So, we all know that when we set boundaries, it's our right and it's just right to let your spouse know what they are. So, communicate what the boundaries are and talk about it. And when I say talk about it, I'm not telling you to sit down and write a list of boundaries on your own. I mean, you can do that, but I would advise you to sit down with your spouse or your partner, show them the list and say, okay, so these are some of the boundaries I would like to set for our relationship. Here's why, what are some boundaries that you might want to establish and work on it together because you don't want to be have it be a dictatorship that you sit down, you make all the boundaries, all the rules, and they get nothing in it. That's not how a marriage works. So you should communicate, work together on this process, and agree to having boundaries. Another tip that is good is like if you agree to something, make sure that you do. Don't make boundaries and constantly break them. Don't make it seem like these boundaries are something that you should cross or compromise. Be honest. Like if you agree to do it, then just do it. And stick with the boundaries that you've created and let you and your spouse decide that you want to amend that particular boundary, then amend it together. Now, you have to remember that when you establish boundaries, whatever happens, your actions are going to be your own fault. They're not your spouse's fault or no one else's fault. They are your fault. Because boundaries start with you. So it's just right that you need to be disciplined before you expect your spouse to respect your boundaries. Even if you guys are in an argument, and I say this, and every time I say it, I cringe to myself because it just seems so wrong, <laughs> but it's honestly true. Like, even if you are in an argument and your spouse is just, like, screaming or hollering or whatever, you are in control of you, and you have to react appropriately in this situation. So you can't blame them, but they were screaming, they made me mad, so I did this. No, you can change what you're going to do. You can still get your point across. You can still let your spouse know screaming at you is not working. But you can do it in a way where you de-escalate the situation instead of escalating the situation. And maybe in another podcast we'll talk about how to de-escalate situations in your marriage. But remember, when it comes to boundaries, you are the person who the boundaries start with. So you have to make sure you follow your own boundaries. You have to also remember that these are going to be emotional for some of the boundaries that you set and they're going to be physical boundaries that you set in your marriage. Now, these will also include any other boundary. They can include anything from abuse and 
or even fidelity. But regardless of what it is, you have to look at your relationship, look at your marriage and where it is, and then based off of where you are, set these boundaries. Based on your personality, set these boundaries. Don't sit down and just make up a generic list. No, look at your relationship, see where it is, see where you wanna go. Look at your partner and see what their personality is. Look at your personality and then set boundaries accordingly. Whatever boundaries you set and make sure you and your spouse agree on these boundaries or you and your partner agree on these boundaries and that you're in this together. And it's not just you making up a bunch of rules for them to follow and obey. Now the song we're going to listen to today is called Trapped. And it's a song about a woman who's in a relationship that does not have clearly defined boundaries. Here is the song, Trapped. Afraid to let you go. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I truly enjoy spending time with you. I also would like to encourage you to share the podcast with a friend. And if you guys have any questions that you want to ask me about relationships or love, feel free to contact me on social media. All my information can be found in the show notes. So just click on my social media links or handles and just let me know what your question is. And I will be more than happy to answer them for you. I would also like to encourage you to subscribe if you have not subscribed or followed the podcast. I am going to be doing some amazing things and I want you to be a part of it. But I need you to subscribe so that you will know what is going on on a weekly basis. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. I would like to also invite you to join my Facebook group. Guys, it is just not the same without you. I have to have your wonderful faces there, your amazing presence. So please, please, please join my Facebook group. I would absolutely love to have you there. And in order to join, all you have to do is click the link in the show notes and you can be a part of the Facebook group. I made it really easy. You don't really have to answer any questions. You don't have to wait for me to admit you or anything. Just sign up. Just join and you're in. All right. Well, that's all for today. If you guys have any questions, feel free to contact me. I look forward to hearing from you. And until we talk again next week about relationships and love, have a great week, an amazing weekend, and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.